I got the edge and you got the edge and we're gonna take it to the top. Gonna take it to the top, yeah. Take it to the top. Welcome to Authority Marketing Edge. Today, my guest is Susan Elizabeth. Susan is a life coach that works with high-achieving women, empowering them to step into their own beauty and power, embracing life with more fulfillment, pleasure, and meaning. She draws on her 30-plus years of leadership experience with Fortune 500 companies and international corporations. Susan overcame self-abandonment issues and worked to identify her real desires, discovering her purpose in life. Using her vast leadership and her own life transformation, she now shares this wisdom, experience, and knowledge to guide and elevate women to awaken to their deep inner calling, to live a life with authenticity, connectedness, higher energy, pleasure, and purpose-driven desires. She is also one of the co-authors with me in the Women Who Boss Up in Health, Wellness, and Lifestyle book. Welcome to the podcast, Susan. Thank you so much, Steph. I'm so grateful to be here. What a great introduction. Ah, thank you so much for joining me this morning. I love, I love these. So what I like to do is um, just start out with a little bit of um, how you got from, from corporate to online coaching. Yeah, um, I, I think the journey for me was a long one. And um, I'm a little further along in my corporate career, and I've, I've done a lot of mentoring of women um, for, for decades, actually, and I find with my journey and what I've learned, I want to really just help, help other women who may have experienced what I've experienced in, in my life, in my journey, in my corporate career, in my personal life. And um, I just want to just go, go big, go sh share my story and reach even more women and I know the power of working with a life coach because I've worked with mine since 2004 and it has been so inspiring and it's been hard. It's been joyful. And I want to, you know, turn it around and do the same for other women. That's awesome. I love that. And that's, I think that's so beautiful. I think when we do overcome those you know, major hurdles in life. We want to, we know other people are out there suffering and going through the same thing. And it's like, we want to like, it's like helping somebody over the fence. It's like, <laughs> it's what it reminds me of. So, so, and I think that's the most fulfilling uh, calling that you, that you can have. So I love, I love that. So can you, can you share some um, like major, like something that you learned about yourself on the journey, like something internal, like a, like a mindset shift or some kind of transformation that happened since you started online? You know, I, I think, um, you know, my journey um, just along the way was, it, again, it was a long one um, because I have, I have been doing personal development for quite a long time. But I think I had an aha moment. There were a couple of them and they happened pretty close together. Um, I, you know, being in corporate world and I'm, I'm still there, um, you know, going fast, a lot of responsibility, you know, being in leadership positions, you know, driving fast, eating fast, living fast, <laughs> um, you know, loving fast, it, the whole thing. 
And I remember coming home from one work one night. It was late. I worked late as usual. Um, I came home like a tornado, you know, showed up. My husband had dinner for us. I sat down and I started shoveling food down me. And, and my husband is just sitting there enjoying this beautiful meal. And he's listening to me and I'm just, you know, talking away. And um, he just kind of touched my hand and he looked at me and he said, Susan, can you just be here with me? No. And I just, he goes, and by the way, I don't report to you. And I was like, what? And it was like my first aha moment. Now, now he was a corporate executive and, you know, had a very powerful position as well. And he, um, you know, he just looked at me and he had love in his eyes. And I just sat there and went, oh my gosh, uh, what? <laughs> so it was the first moment I kind of had to step back and go, what is going on with me? And I knew I was exhausted. I knew I was kind of, you know, I was doing my work and I was doing my personal development work. And, you know, I was really trying to be honest with myself, but, you know, you know, personal development work can take a journey. It's like one foot in front of the other, but then you have these aha moments. And that was one of them. And I remember the next morning I walked into my office at work and again, this is quite a number of years ago. And I walked in and there's this big, beautiful office. And I'm like, wow, there's this Wayne Dyer quote that summed it up for me that said, all my life, I wanted to be somebody. Now I'm finally somebody, but it's not me. Mm -hmm. And I just went, oh my gosh. And it, it, I struggled through the day. And I remember going home again that night and I just started crying. And I realized in that moment that I was a like completely on the high of this corporate leadership position, completely self-abandoning myself. I literally, what I call manned up and abandoned myself, abandoned my true pleasure, true fulfillment, being in the moment and abandoned so many things. And it was painful. I mean, I didn't even know how to be vulnerable and have this beautiful man at home who loves me, who's my husband. And <laughs> Um, you know, I just really realized like there's got to be a better way. And so I really, you know, first I wanted to hurry up and get busy and fix myself. And, <laughs> that, you know, that is like, no, you know, I've been, I've been working on myself and it's, it's gotten me far, but I am not going to, I can't do this anymore. It's, it's too painful. And so, you know, I just really stepped back and <clears throat> I had to redefine success from the feminine. I had to you know, really, really become what I call the CEO of my own mind to really start choosing, choosing a life and choosing thoughts that really served me instead of sabotage me and saying no to things, having a red velvet robe policy around me, having strong boundaries and really prioritizing my pleasure as a woman and having more fulfillment and starting to look at other parts of my life and then even looking at how can I have pleasure within my job? You know, how can I do things differently? How do I really return to myself as a woman and come from that place and take inspired action from that place, from the being versus the doing, trying to prove myself because I, I was always running over there trying to prove myself and my self-worth. And that's when I really got down to, wow, you know, it, it's kind of about self-worth. <laughs> That's beautiful. Thank you. Thank you so much for sharing that story. You know, I read your, um, I read, I was reading about you and this, and you talking about self-abandonment 
And I'm like, you know, I really never think about like it like that. I mean, I've done that as well. And, and, but I never really identified like that. I mean, I've lost, like, I talk about it as like being your true self, you know, um, you know, stepping into your true self and quit, quit. Like I talk about being on two divergent paths. That's, that's been my thing lately. I always wanted to do art and, uh, but went after making money to provide. And I've just had this pull, this pull, you know, and then I started a business to get back to my art. And I went down this road of like, and I got burned out again. I'm like, wait a minute, Lee have got to pull these together. And so finding out what that is, but I love that. Um, I love because it explains so much the the whole term self-abandonment because we're and I think it helped it's like a, almost identifying with that being able to awaken a little bit and go wait a minute what's going on here so can you uh, how do people so that they don't get 30 years down the road like I did or whatever and go wait a minute my life is not what I wanted it to be I've always had this pull over here but I why do I keep going in this direction um, and I mean, I know there's a, like, we could spend the whole hour talking about, about that, but how do people, how do you help people to say, this is what's going on, you know, self-abandonment and, and kind of like get them back on track? Yeah. I love that question because, um, I think deep down inside, you have to be so honest with yourself. Are you making decisions and choices and choosing thoughts based on fear or in truth, you know, or, you know, love and truth versus fear and, and not enoughness. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I think deep down inside, we all know that our deepest truth, if like you and I said, like, I chose a world where, you know, I chose to go into art and design, but then I wanted to go into leadership positions because I love that aspect. But along the way, I completely you know, I was around, I'm around all men and I, there's no role models. And so I just like, I, I feel like I've got to prove myself to them. I have to act. And then I was going after their, you know, the corporate leadership position where you can still, you can have that, but I think it comes back to really being honest with what brings you joy and pleasure and honest about who are you? What do you want? Who do you want to be? as your true self. And I think if you can start there and then second, know that you don't have to do it alone. And, you know, I've had the beautiful, you know, opportunity to make a choice where I chose to invest in myself. And I had my journey along the way and I chose to hire a life coach. I chose to continue to work with a life coach for all these years. And, You know, I've done a lot of other things for self-development as well, but I think it's also investing in yourself. You don't have to do it alone, being honest with yourself and really, you know, having that spiritual journey and and really doing the work so that way you can manage your mind and that mindset around, um, you know, choosing thoughts that serve you, choosing the, the, when you choose a thought, it results in a feeling and then action. So my original thought was, well, I'm going to go work hard so that way I can, I can feel powerful. And then I'm going to, you know, but the actions were, were burnout and exhaustion. And, um, now, you know, I've chosen thoughts that I am a woman who's a feminine woman 
who knows herself so well and has been through a lot in, in her career and in life. And I can handle and navigate anything. I'm unshakable. And I love deeply. I feel deeply. And I feel all my emotions. And so many of us want to run away from emotions that don't feel good. And really, there's no good or bad emotions. They're just emotions. We put label on these things. So I can really sit right in the middle of my stuff, whatever it is, and my superpower, I can feel it fully. And then from that place, I can go out and take any action that I want and know and trust in myself that I'll be able to do whatever it is that comes, shows up in my life because life really happens for me, not to me. Right. So when you do your work, when you do your personal development, you start with being honest with yourself. You start with really choosing what do you really want and follow your passion and then get support along the way. It starts from that place. And then a whole host of things besides having the boundaries, having the red velvet, velvet rope policy around yourself, having, you know, being that in that truth for yourself, what brings you joy and pleasure and prioritizing that pleasure. Um, you know, and we all have blind spots and that's okay. That's just part of life, you know, the highs and lows. And then just really knowing it's your birthright to experience that pleasure and that joy. Mm, that is beautiful. I love that. I love that. I, uh, I really want to touch back to, cause I think this is so important. I know, I know it was for me. Um, being able to sit with your emotions because um, I think you probably know, I've talked about it in our, in our women who boss up book, but um, that I'm in recovery. And, and so there were for so long, you know, I didn't, any emotion just got, got drowned out. So, so, uh, and then, and then getting sober, um, there's a book by, uh, Augustine Burroughs. He's the guy that wrote running with scissors. Oh yeah. Yeah. And he, he's also in recovery and I can't remember. I think, I think his book's called dry. I, mean, I can't remember for sure, but I remember this main, this one line from the book because I read it when I hadn't been sober for very long. And it's so like hit me like a ton of bricks that was, um, uh, emotions no one told me that sobriety came with emotions and or feel maybe it was feelings feelings that was that was it feelings no one told me that sobriety came with feelings because when you've been numbing yourself for years and years and years and you don't have to be drinking it can be shopping gambling work whatever for years pressing every time I would have an emotion I would stuff it and so and I know I'm sure you can relate to this and so um when you take the alcohol or the drug or the thing that's been numbing you completely away, your nerves are on raw. <laughs> and so every emotion is just like amplified. Um, so it was a very, um, and, and being told by, you know, people in recovery or sponsors or whatever, people helping me out that those aren't going to kill you they're going to be okay. They will pass. They usually last, you know, 20 seconds or so if you can get through that. I mean, whatever, however much time, but, um, but just, you know, just sitting there and letting it pass through you and knowing that you're going to be okay. And the thing is when you can like experience it and then you realize that it's, that it's just going to go right through and it's okay. And it's not going to kill you. Then that's when the healing and the, and the, you know, discovery and all that starts coming up. So I thank you so much for sharing that. And, and, um, 
and I think it's I think it's going to help some people. So I, lo- I love that. Yeah. And what you said is so true because so many people like who like we all just want to feel good. Mm-hmm. And I think, you know, we've put labels on feelings good or bad. And of course, there's things that are challenging to feel. Of course, there's there's things that feel good. But if you can just release that and come back to like literally feeling, I remember a time when I couldn't feel any emotions. This goes back decades. I could feel nothing. I just wanted to, because I was so terrible. It was excruciating to be vulnerable, to feel anything that was painful. And if you can just put that aside and just come back to yourself, you know, really, do you want to go through life like numbing up, whether you're working to exhaustion because you don't want to feel anything and you're trying to prove yourself or you're, you know, you're choosing, you know, to, to drink or whatever that is, we all have our stuff. And then when you, when you take that away and you're sitting there, you feel kind of naked and, and you're like, oh my gosh, what do I do now? And if you can just sit in that feeling and then recognize the beauty of tears, like there's, there's, there's beauty in, in like, you know, anger, there's beauty in tears and sadness. There's beauty in the highs and the lows because who really wants to go sit and live life completely in the middle, not feeling any high or any low? Like that's not what life is for. Life is for experiencing every highs and the lows. And you don't have to label it. You can just be and feel it and be in it. And it does, it moves through you, it passes. And it's just, it just is. Yeah, I love it. And, you know, one of the things that, that, uh, you know, I wrapped my head around at some point going through this journey was that those, not only do those feelings not, not hurt you and, and it's, and it is beautiful to experience the lows and the highs, but they're also a guide. If you're consistently off track, feeling low, like that's a signal that you're, that, you need to move back over here. Yes. You know? And if you're feeling great, then that's a signal that, that, you know, not artificially great, but if you're really truly feeling joy and love, yeah. then you're on the right path. And so I think being able, and if you're numbing those things out, I think that's why you can get down the road 30 years and go, this is not how I wanted to spend my life. Yes. This is not the thing I wanted my life to represent, to be about. Yes. And, um, and so being able to not have like that drowned out, you can actually make choices and use those emotions as a guide. And um, so, yeah. And I, and I think I just said something that maybe you can help me address as well. And so, um, so one of the things that, that I've struggled with that I've like, I don't anymore, like I I still kind of get drawn back into it, but I have to go, wait a minute, your story is helping people. So the regret of like, spending 30 years not doing the thing that I wanted to do is like, Oh, wow. 30 years of my life, the, you know, all you know, half my life basically. <laughs> and you're going, and then, so getting pulled back into that, or I should have, I would have all of that stuff. This doesn't serve you at all. Yes. The, so, should. the shoulds. And so really my, when I get pulled back into that, I go probably if I, if things would have been different, I wouldn't be doing exactly what I'm doing right now. I have this passion and this drive to help people live their highest life. 
also I wouldn't have my story that's so painfully, you know, that I would be able to share with others that are going through that same pain. They would not be able to relate to me if I didn't have that. And so that is a beautiful thing to be able to use that. And you might even like, I know that something I say could potentially save someone's life. And so that's really a cool thing. So anyway. You know, I love what you said about that because it is, it is, it is so true. And I have experienced that myself. I've experienced it with, you know, the women that I've been coaching. And, you know, when I hear the shoulds, it's like, stop shooting all over the place. Don't do it. <laughs> um, but, you know, but, but when you coach somebody, you're like, wow, tell me why, you know, what's the shit about, you know? And so it's, it's, it's getting underneath and really discovering that. And I think for people like you and I who have been in corporate or been in, been in a world where I haven't been a life coach for 30 years, but what I have been, I've been in corporate for 30, over 30 years and boy, can I, the wisdom that I bring to the table now, because I mean, I've been stalked. I've dealt with death. I've dealt with, I've dealt with so many things. And I mean, I've dealt, you know, there's so many things that I've experienced in corporate, in my personal life that I can show up now that I am unshakable, that I have the wisdom in my bones that I can show up now as a coach for women and be absolutely fierce without a doubt, 110% and be a darn good coach because I I've experienced so much because I've been willing and able to show up for life and to go through it. And life has thrown things my way that have just been horrific and I've navigated them all. And now I'm ready. I want to help others. Right. I love that. I have, it's interesting you know, you have, you said, I haven't been a life coach for 30 years, but what I have done is all of these life experience things where you've navigated them, come through them. And then you put some coaching skills with that. And so I'm actually not identifying as a life coach. However, um, I have, you know, a client or two that, that hired me to coach them for business and marketing and their frameworks and their offers that get stuck. And we will spend like I've got one that we've spent the last two or three sessions on life stuff, like stuff that I've navigated. And so, because if you can't, if you don't get that part right, whatever it is that you're trying to do to move forward in business or whatever your passion is, it's hard to show up yeah. if you can't move back the, past the block that, that you're in. Truly, truly. And it is, and life coaching is, is that, you know, it with life coaching, you know, I, I chose that term because I can coach somebody around their career. I can coach somebody around their personal life. I can coach somebody around weight loss. I can coach somebody around authenticity, anything, right? I, I kind of use it as a general term, but you're absolutely right. And, and coaching really is about taking the person where, where they're at in this moment and moving them forward towards their dreams, goals, and visions mm-hmm. and removing and uncovering the blocks that are getting in the way. Right. Exactly. Coaching. I love it too. I love it. It's really, I mean, coaching has definitely changed my life. I've had some coaches that have literally changed my life. So I'm so grateful for all of the mentors. Do it. Yay for you. You had that, that experience, which is just so wonderful to have. It is. It's a, it's amazing. And so I, I can't ever really imagine being without a coach again. (laughs) Likewise. Me too. I know what it's done for me. Yeah. Yeah. 
And I think we always like, I don't like whatever level that you get to, I feel like there's always another level. I mean, I know I'm working with like some really high level people that are, that are multi multi-million successful and they are, they all have a coach, you know, it's like, they're always, you know, going to that next. And that's what, that's what's exciting about personal development and potential and all that. I think we all really seriously have unlimited potential. And so that's, you know, like, boom, what, what can you do with it? You know, let's see what we can really do with our life here. So I still believe in that as well. We do have unlimited potential. Yeah. Really our life purpose, you know, I thought my life purpose was achieving, you know, that, that vice president title. (laughs) Boy, was that wrong? You know, that was my old 30, you know, 25, 30 years ago. Now, you know, my life purpose is to show up fully and experience all of life as my unique, beautiful expression of myself as a divine, feminine, powerful woman. That is my life purpose. I love it. I love that. Yeah, I love that. That's beautiful. That's beautiful. Yeah. So, um, Susan, tell me a little bit about uh, like the Women Who Boss Up book. What do you, what, what got you in it? What's, what's going on with that? I love, I'm so excited because it's going to be, you know, the first book. And so being a part of a, a, you know, a book with other like-minded women who have all had our journeys and we all have our stories to tell because we all have experienced life and putting the voices together in a collective to come out. And really, I love how it's called like women who boss up because it really is. And, And our book is around health, wellness, and lifestyle. And to me, it's really about, you know, the lifestyle and the the mental health part of it and um, wellness part of it, you know, really managing your mind and your emotions and learning to live the best life, you know, through taking care of your body. Absolutely. But also taking care of your mind and your emotions to live the most authentic, beautiful life. And I think being a part of this book and this collective has been such a great journey and experience to listen to the other women, you know, start hearing about their stories and meeting and getting to spend time, you know, with people like you in a, in a, in a, in a deeper, richer environment as well as we get to know each other along this journey. And it's so much fun and I'm looking forward to the rest of the journey and doing more around that. Oh, uh, no, I, this has been, it's been incredible. I, um, interviewed probably not all of them, but probably at least 12 or so of the women from the last, uh, women who boss up book. And it, it like, oh my gosh, it was incredible. Like these women are on fire. They're out to change the world and they're just all so beautiful and unique and fun. And like every single one of them, I thought, oh my gosh, that you could be my friend, you know? I mean, (laughs) so, so I feel like we really are developing, you know, friendships and relationships and just getting to see what everyone else is doing is so inspiring is, is really what Tam has done here is, is amazing. So, um, I'm, I was really thrilled to get asked to be a part of it. And, um, and I know um, I look forward to seeing what you do uh, in the future and 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 everything. So, um, well, Susan, uh, let's see. I wanted to ask you first of all a couple of things, and then we'll, we'll wrap up here. What is where can they find you? 
Oh, thank you for asking that. Um, people can find me at SusanElizabethCoaching.com. And your listeners can have a free gift. I have a free gift for your listeners at SusanElizabethCoaching.com. It's called The Secrets of Truly Powerful Women. So if you go sign up on my website, you'll get like a free ebook, like straight away and become a part of um, my community. And um, you can also email me directly at Susan at SusanElizabethCoaching.com as well. Okay, awesome. That's us. Fantastic. And I'll put all of those in the show notes. And then uh, I love to ask this question. Um, if you could have a message or a photo or whatever, if you could have anything you wanted on a billboard, what would it be? I, I would love, love, love to have on a billboard that a message telling, telling the world, you know, especially women, that it is your birthright to experience joy, pleasure, your true self, and a beautiful life. Mm, I love that. That's a, that's a beautiful message. I would love to see that billboard. Yes. <laughs> and I don't like billboards, but I just, <laughs> I typically I, I don't like seeing billboards, but every once in a while you'll see one that'll really make you think and go, oh, that's beautiful. So, uh -huh. yes. so I love that. This has been, this has been amazing. I'm so um, glad that I got to meet you and, and have this, you know, your cup of coffee with you. And, uh, and uh, I, I do want to ask you, is there anything that I didn't ask that you would like to share with the audience? You know, I think, I think that you've, you've asked me some great questions and we've had the great, great chance to have a conversation together. So, you know, I'm grateful to sit with you today and, just thank you. Yeah. Thank you for the opportunity to share our voices together. Sweet. Thank you so much. Thank you. This Seth. has been, this has been fantastic. Thank you so much. I'd love to have you back sometime. Oh, I would, I would love that. Thank you. Okay, great. Thanks so much. Ooh, in this dream, I've got the end.